2: Welcome to the Attacking Scrum Lions Selection First Test Special. Uh, That doesn't sound very catchy, but I promise this is going to be a lot more interesting than that title made it sound. Uh, And just to show you how interesting it is, the big game player Dan Killick has pulled on his selection boots. He's got his fingerless gloves on, like like he used to when he was playing outside half. And he's got his selection pencil in hand. How are you, Dan? You're excited about this, aren't you?
1: I am excited. Yeah, having three or four weeks off. Missed it. Didn't get the caller. um, You got got every caller. You liar. liar. (laughs) You absolute
0: liar.
1: (laughs) Issues with the phone. And um, yeah, really, really excited for for this
2: pod now. But I I must admit, I'd be really enjoying them as well. It's tough, though, isn't it? It, This is really tough making the the selection. So if Dan is fulfilling the Ian McGeekin role, uh, I guess that makes me, Fran Cotton, and of course, doing the Jim Telfer role. Uh, it's the mighty Murph. How are you, Murph?
0: Good, yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've tried not—I'll be honest—I've tried not to put too much pressure on myself because I think it's a bit of a bit of an impossible job to second guess this tour. I mean, as you've said in the past, it's the craziest tour ever, and um, it might end up. It might. The selection on Thursday lunchtime. I think it's one o'clock mm. or something. Might might just carry on that because there's there's quite a few positions where it could go in. Like selection could go anywhere.
2: There is a lot up for grabs, and as usual, the grand rules we'll be doing here is we will be selecting our team. We will also have a chat about what we think Gatland will do. Although, as Murph says, second guessing Gatland is never an easy thing to try and attempt. But we're going to start, of course, with loose-head prop, and this one for me personally is pretty clear cut but i want to get your take first Dan. who would you select in the one shirt
1: the one shirt for me is um quite straightforward actually and it's win jones 100% for me murph
0: yeah i would just uh pen in his shoulder which yeah. he went off with injured at half time
2: and i would go win jones and then like total no brainer macall on the bench yeah, I think I, this is yep. a bit of a theme for me as I was putting together my you know what my selection would be just about having a really fully loaded bench and again Mako fits perfectly into that. He's made some really positive impacts coming off the bench uh, in in some of these tour games and did so again on Saturday against the Stormers. So look, there we go. Win Win Jones chalked in. That was a nice easy one to get going. <laughs> yeah, that was a piece of piss. <laughs> I I tell, I tell you what, I think number 2 is a lot harder. And I do, yeah.
0: I reckon we we could easily get three different answers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's
2: get yours, Murph.
0: Uh, I haven't, well, this is, I haven't even made up my mind completely who it should be. I mean, it's one of those where, honestly, whoever he picks, I think is going to be okay. Yeah. Like, whatever we think, and whatever actually it ends up being, uh, it's one of those positions where, it's kind of even Stevens, and it's just on a personal preference for who you think gets the nod. But I think the 100% um, throwing in record for it, all his internationals this year, I'd probably go for that. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm still divided on Luke, Luke Cowan-Dickey because he's been playing so well. Hmm. Is he is he bulky enough
2: for the early scrummaging? That's my only doubt. So I, That's still my pick. That's still your pick. Dan?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. This one, I've I totally agree with Murph. There, you could have any one of those, you know, any one of the hookers would be in there, and you'd be be very, very happy with them. Um, for me, I'm thinking the scrummaging element to the to the hooker is going to be quite important, um, and potentially just that that big big game that big game player, you know. Um, coupled with, I'm looking for someone to come off the bench and make a real impact. So. I actually had down Cowan Dickey to start, but I've actually switched him to the bench. I just think he'll he'll come on like a, and just just go bonkers, won't he? And uh, I've gone
2: with Ken to start. Have you? See, Ken I've has. got exactly the same, exactly the same game plan in mind. You need bulk in those early scrummages. Same reason you pick Win Jones and Cowan Dickey has to be in that 23 because he does have that explosive element and he's, the most informed out of those three players, but I've gone I've actually gone for Jamie George. I was right. We have all we yeah. <laughs> three
1: different
0: answers. And 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 you know you couldn't clearly you couldn't make a really clear argument that any of us are wrong. No, you couldn't. How are we going to split this then? But, uh, apart it's... from the one I said about early scrummaging, but is you know Dickie's scrummaging is not poor. No, right it's not me, in the exercise.
1: Yeah. Just, this one's going to go long into the night, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's just whether you think one of the other two is he- a heavier scrummager for early on, early on in that match. cowan Dickey, Still, I think whoever you choose, Cowan-Dickie. See in your your two positions where you've chosen uh, Jamie George or, or um, Ken Owens, ca- uh, Cowan-Dickie is the the cast iron uh, replacement because mm-hmm. of the energy yeah. he brings. So um, yeah, I mean.
1: It- the other reason I've gone with um, with Ken as well is to go alongside Win Jones, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just looking at that, just looking at that link up there, and that leads into you know who's in the second row for me as well. But uh, you, and then you've got the the two guys coming off the bench. You've got uh, Mako and and Luke Cowan-Dickey coming on, you know, coming on together who know each other as well. I just. I wonder whether the you know combinations and just knowing each other just give, gives you that extra little nudge. Um,
2: yeah, it's a compelling argument, Killick. Not, I don't, dis, I don't disagree with you, Murph. You, you get the deciding vote as forwards coach here. Uh, uh,
0: well, well, my bit. Oh, I got to choose between your, your two choices. no, no you on, can, you but...
2: can. You've heard all the arguments. Anything oh. to change your mind, or would you stick with Karen Dickey? Uh, well. It... Like I say, it's not conclusive that Jamie George or Ken
0: Owens is a big, bigger scrummager than Luke and Cowan- Dickey. You know, yeah, they're they bigger blokes, but are they stronger scrummagers? Would they add that much to their weight of the scrum? So for that reason, I would go for what I think is the the, the form to the mo- most ball-carrying, the, the, the most accurate throwing in and
2: all the other accolades uh, therefore uh, we'll stick with one <laughs> if i'm forwards coach we'll stick with my option there we go look how and Dickey it is that was a difficult one at at two i think three is a bit more straightforward it's Ty furlong for me dan
0: yeah
1: Ty furlong
0: yeah that, that, i mean sinclair's been playing well but then it was like a big dose of reality yesterday when tyg uh Ty furlong i don't know if you saw murray kinsella's tweet where really. he said uh Tyke Furlong is laying down a marker to be the test 13. <laughs> I didn't say that <laughs> one. He was, he was that good in the loose, especially picking up from, you know, uh, uh, the base of a ruck and just bursting through the middle and stuff. He was just outstanding. So, yeah, but I, 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 I think, it, it, like you say, it's uh, crystal clear, uh, not crystal clear, but pretty cut and dried for the starting berth, and probably even more cut and
2: dried for the sub, for the bench I, I agree I yeah think, I think yeah. again and you think you think about that bringing on bringing on um Mako and Kyle Sinclair mm. and then oh yeah and then obviously we'll have to decide who we bring off the bench now that Cam and has got the the nod but it's yeah it it, it gives you some real impetus then we know scrummaging is going to be hard but as the game goes on and being able to bring on I mean personally I, I've I think Sinclair is probably the best scrummager out out there, but Furlong offers you so much. You know, he's obviously, he's clearly not a bad scrummager. He's he, he's done a fantastic job in the Test series against New Zealand and continually done a great job for Ireland. So you've got no problems with him there. But everything else he has and just smoking into rucks as well and just shaking people up a bit. Then you know that's that that's what gets him the nod for me. But that's a pretty good front row. That Win Jones, Luke cowan Dicky Tyke Furlong racing through this fellas racing through it right second row oh now th- this all depends on what we're going to do on the bench as well are we going as murph has suggested with a uh with a 5-2 split on the bench or 6-2 or 5 six, rather uh, a 6-2 split or are we going with a, a more conventional 5-3 because i think that shapes who you who you pick to start as well dan you you I, I just looking at your face. Then you, <laughs> you, you've picked Alan Win Jones, haven't you? I have picked Alan Win Jones. Yeah, yeah. I've
1: got got Alan Win Jones at um, Alan Win Jones at um, five, and yeah, it does have a massive impact on on the bench. I, I I had to write my side out twice because it did it did it did change during it and. Two completely if I start...
2: different fifteens. <laughs> yeah,
1: if I started it again now it might it's 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 so tricky, isn't it? Which is the great thing about it. But yeah, for me, I have gone with uh yeah, with Alan winning the second row.
2: With who? With a toji.
1: Okay.
0: Murph. For a split second when when um, Dan was saying he's got Alan Jones at five, I thought he was gonna say uh, and Alan Jones at four. And a young Alan <laughs> <laughs> and a young Jones at six. six yeah. <laughs> um I haven't. Uh, I, um, I, it, it's interesting when you say about six-two-five-three split. I think that'll tell more about the Lions' tactics in the first test than they mm-hmm. will about the actual starting 15. Because if we go 6-2, in other words, two second rows on, on the bench and only, two, and only you know a, a scrum half and an outside half uh, on the bench, that means we're going from up front. Um, if we go the conventional route, then chances are we're going to play more rugby so um or they're going to play more rugby not us they're going to play more rugby so um i don't know i, I mean my my starting two would be uh j four yeah and laws five
2: yes i had atoji and laws and the laws one was difficult i was very very tempted to go with adam beard i think he's made a massive impact well, you, so for far. me, if you if you
0: if you if you go six-two split, he makes the bench.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I think I think in that scenario, but Laws just edged it for me again. I think that what he adds in terms of, I think it just it comes down to whether you want that security with the defensive line out that Beard gives you, or you want the extra ball carrying dynamism that you get from that you get from Laws. You, I think we saw Beard do a lot of kind of. You know a lot of that kind of tip on passing stuff, um, which you know, which is great. But I think in that first test, I, would, I just think we're just going to need a, that extra ball carrier. So for me, it's Laws and atoja I, I, obviously, Alwyn Jones would be fine, and if I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gatland does pick him. But is twenty minutes of rugby enough to to get the start? Whereas again, just the the opportunity to have him coming off the bench with fifteen twenty to go in a major test match that's that sends out a big signal to south africa when you when you've got a, a bench as as strong as that and someone as talismanic as that so yeah that would be it for me you're right there dan you you nipped off there obviously thinking you were going to get away with this with the listeners but um you've you've missed what what we selected we've gone for laws and uh, both of us went for laws and toji in there any problems or any concerns with you about Alan wynne jones in terms of getting through you know, getting through a, a good 50, 60 minutes of a, of a test match having played so little in the last month. You, and now you're on mute. <laughs> Come on, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> oh, dear.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was rustling around then, Jed, as well. You'd been pleased with the mute, but they're not. Hard. Um, yeah, I um,
2: I just think Alan, with Alan Wynn going back out there, I
1: think he must be all right. I think um, he's, I think
2: he's all right, but can anyone get up to full test speed, particularly against South Africa, when you've only had? If anyone in the world could do it, it'd be Alan Win. But I just think that twenty five minutes, you know, including the five minutes against Japan where he got injured, I don't. I just don't know if that is quite enough to get up to to get up to full speed. I mean, he looked great when he came on, but really good it's another level up, isn't it playing South Africa in a test than it is coming off the bench against the stormers, so for me he'd be on the bench yeah, it is. I can see it i mean
1: i, I you know, massive fan of massive fan of laws, and um you know I was really trying to see where I could where and how I could work him in but i just I just think with Alan Wynn, they must. He must be so so important to the squad, which is you know, which is how why he's back out there, isn't it? That I just think his presence and uh, and and leadership and um, the fact that you can't knock him down. I've I, I found myself not being able to to stop uh, yeah. stop myself from putting putting him in, really.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would I would love to see him. I'd love to see him start. And again, Gatland won't even someone like Alan Wynn, He won't pick him if he doesn't think that he's the right person to do the job on. On that day, but yeah, I, I just think I I can very much see him having a starring role off the bench, and also then starting the second test. I just think he needs a little bit of extra time to get up to full to full speed, um, but will make a big impact uh, as a, as a replacement for me. So I think we I think we've got a consensus there of Laws and Atoji in the second row, Um with Alan Win certainly on the bench. What are your thoughts, Dan, on six two or five three on the bench?
1: Yeah, I've I've, I've gone for five three actually. Yeah,
2: but initially I had six two. So, so I mean, you covered I've... every everyone in that squad is getting a throughout the course of this afternoon. Everyone was in your team at one point, weren't they?
1: Yeah, they, pretty much. Yeah, um, but I've just shifted. I've shifted to i I've shifted to five three. So. Yeah, I've got um do you want my second row be- bench please? Yeah, so um sorry second row uh yeah bench club. I've gone for beard. Yeah. Off the bench I think he's been magnificent um and anybody that wasn't quite sure <laughs> on you uh, on how good he was and how crucial he is as, I think as uh you know he's had to hold their hand up isn't he he's been I thought he was hard, he was he was unlucky not to go not to get selected initially. Um and um yeah, he's more than justified his, his call up, hasn't he? Yeah.
2: I mean, thinking about it, just to go to stick with that six two theme, I mean, Murphy, you're absolutely right, it will tell us what the Lions are thinking in terms of how they're gonna go about this. But at the same time, there's so many locks in the squad that you kind of get the feeling that he's already uh he's already made his mind up and he is gonna go six two.
0: Do you know what I mean? In uh, well, that
2: whole squad, there's so many, and not including the back rowers like like Ty Byrne. Well, look, yeah,
0: exactly. It, it could get even. It could go even deeper. Like, it, it, say, if he goes uh, two second rows on the bench, and then two, obviously two on the pitch, it could also go Laws' blindside if he yeah. wants to really say, f- mm. you know, up yours to South Africa and just go toe to toe for 80 minutes. And, you know, and not play any rugby and just say, kick it, and we're gonna we're gonna just go, you know, fist fight all the way that's a possibility but I, I think there seems to be consensus that ty burn is going to fill six Not not with everyone but mm. the majority of people think ty burn is going to be six so yeah and i mean going back to the, the laws versus beard thing is especially early on in the game i think laws is bigger defense yeah bigger hits bigger and and, and you know that the collisions and the 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 game line and all this stuff is going to be crucial. If South Africa is going to play like they did last Wednesday, which basically that was South Africa on my last Wednesday. They will. Then the collisions area and the tackle area is going to win, is going to win and lose this game on Saturday. Yeah. Therefore, why, you know, why not? If they're going to play like that, and it's 95% certain they're going to play like that, why would the Lions then try and start getting pretty with their play? when they've got the resources and the manpower to just say fuck you and pick massive 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 all over the bench all over the back five and go that route so
2: but also because i, hope I think they don't, yeah, I don't
0: particularly want to see uh exeter versus sallison's no <laughs>
2: but i think i think oh. i think there there could be a blend here as well you know and we'll discuss this when we come on to the backs i think there could be a bit more up the sleeve but that doesn't mean that you don't you still don't go fully loaded you know with with a massive pack and a massive set of replacements yeah but you, you know. if
0: you if you're gonna run it you like i i you know i know atoje and laws and different people have played blind side for england and their clubs all the time nick Ezekwe plays for his club all the time but then if they, if those sides are going wide you need some pace in your back row if your yeah. team is going to be expansive like like wales don't pick don't pick second rows on the blind side because they're trying to play rugby out wide so uh if they do pick a big bastard on the blind side it, it, you know they're not they're not going to reinvent <laughs> reinvent
2: barbarians rugby no 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 day. no but i also don't think that you necessarily by picking someone like tyke burn i don't think you necessarily end up playing like exeter or Nees no not play with, like not barbarians like, i think no. i think there's there's something in between i don't you know i don't think they're going to try and play exactly like south africa i think no. that when they've got the ball they will try and you know not necessarily they're not going to start running it from everywhere but when they're in a good position I think there'll be a few things up the sleeve and a little bit more creative than perhaps South Africa will be but let's bloody let so hope because yeah. they didn't show anything on uh yesterday or or, or the Wednesday so no yeah. but I think a lot of that came down to the selection in the backs you know like we said that the yeah. Connor Murray had a stinker of a had a stink of a game by his standards Owen Farrell had an awful game and definitely won't start at 10. And then I think that, you know, if you, if you iron that out and then when it comes to the midfield and, again, get that selection right, I think, I think there will be a few more things up the see. There were a couple of nice, nice set-piece moves yesterday, I think, that, that show that I think there's a bit more to come from this Lions side. Yeah, I, it's very telling, though, I think, that six of the seven scorers are forwards. Mm. And, and
0: even when uh, uh, Reese Samit scored because of uh, Marcus Smith running from his own yeah. sort of 10 yards from his own try line. It was a try, <laughs> it was a try that involved, that uh, that required no involvement from the centers. Because the centers <laughs> yesterday and on Wednesday have been like freaking cul-de-sacs when it comes to expansive rugby. There's no flow. I don't know if it being overrun by the outside backs people outside mm. them because every pass they throw is checking the run. Sometimes that's, play wider out where they're over eager you know what i mean but there is no like 1980s france it
2: is not no right, i get that let's let's have a look at the back row then and we'll we'll come back to the to the replacements dan who have you gone for in your in, in your blindside spot
1: six i've gone with uh, tightburn yep so have i i don't think,
2: he... i just think he he looks like the the biggest turnover threat at the moment and you yeah know.
1: i think i i I was tempted with Laws, just to really sort of you know boss the boss the back row, but their back row is is enormous, but they're pacey as well. Yeah, and I'm not saying Laws, Laws is slow, but Burn, I think Burn's got that. You know, he's that that you know, he's a big man, isn't he? So he's kind of the best of best of both of me. You know, second row size in the back row, he's got a turnover in him, which could be a point of difference. He also picks lovely lines. He's he's you know physical enough. He's not a laws, but he's physical enough, and I think that would. Um, I, I just like that that blend yeah. with him.
2: I, I generally don't like sixes. Uh, I don't like flocks at six as a rule, uh, international rugby. But I do think that Burns a bit different because he's. You know, we, we've we've yeah, except with, except Burn, isn't it? It's yeah, kind of we've, like, you know, we've seen him right play. We've seen him play eight for the Scarlets as well, haven't you? And not look and not look out of place. I know it's, I know it's international rugby, and then Lions rugby up again, but. I think he looks more than comfortable there. I think he's a great turnover threat. He is quick enough to get around the park. He's very, very mobile. And it's just the it's the turnover and, and the good hands that he's got. I I think he's 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 nailed that one on for me. Murph? Yeah,
0: it seems to be like it, across the board, people who are picking their sides all seem to be going for, tag for uh, you said Tig Furlong, Tig Burn. And you know the the thing with him being a second or the blind side is is he really a second on the blind side? Because the issue with him when he first came into international, international rugby was he's not really big enough to be a second. Yeah. He's well, actually bulked up uh, point. during this year, bulked up in his lower body and gone more even more of a tank. So he looks more he looked to me, he looks more like a blind side flanker than he than he mm. ever has done second row. Um so I don't see the issue. Whereas what you know, and he's also not slow either. I mean and even when even when he was a Clenetly and he was an out and out second row. He was still a mobile threat and a breakdown threat. So uh, it's not the same for me. Picking Ty Burn at six is not the same for me as picking an Atoji at six or or a Courtney Laws at six. Absolutely. So um, and you know all that aside, he's played f- bloody well on the tour. So it's yeah. not much to it's no not much to
2: worry about with him. I don't think. All right, Burn it is. Dan, have you got a clear thought on open side?
1: Yeah, open sides is very, very straightforward for me. Mm-hmm. And it's Tom Curry. I think he's been uh, a sensational um, on the tour. And um, I just love his physical presence. He's a big, big man, isn't he? Seems bang up for it as well. I almost thought he was, he was biting the, uh, the South Africans during, uh, not, not, not during, uh, was it, the, not uh, yesterday, the game before that. He was so sort
2: of up for it. So yeah, him him at seven for me, top world class player. Same for me. I think there's more to come as well. I think he's got a big performance up his sleeve, and I'm hoping that comes in the first test. I I think his best his best form is is really really strong, and I thought we got a good glimpse of that against South Africa. And uh, yeah, for me, he slots into that. He's a proper turnover threat. He's physical, like Dan says. He's a, he's a big unit and. You know, plenty of plenty of gas in there as well. Murph, who's your seven? Yeah, like I say,
0: if you're gonna fight fire with fire with the South Africans, I think he's pretty automatic. I, I would like to be in a position where, we're picking a massive blind side, and then in another universe, we're picking Justin Tiprick for speed on the on the open side, or even did I say it, Hamish Watson, the speed on the open side. But um, the the way this series is shaping up, I mm. think he's, I think. Uh, Curry is an automatic choice, and I, again, I, I I would echo the size of the guy because you see him stood next to Navidi and Jesus. I think oh. we
2: met, I think we mentioned it midweek that spider cam top down, and it's just like he looks like almost twice as wide as Navidi. He's uh, yeah, yeah. He's a big big unit, and you need a wide angle, well. don't you,
1: for it for him? He's, wide lens, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Uh, uh You know, on the on the Watson. Um, I get that because I actually really fancied sort of a six, you know, him at six, uh, or sorry, or, or the other, yeah, or the other way around, you know. But mm. Watson basically in, in in the back row. But yeah, as this goes on, you just know that it's just going to be that absolute physical, you know, uh, uh, just arm wrestle, isn't it? And you've just got to go toe to toe. And um, Watson, he's been good, isn't he? But he has missed a couple of. You know, a couple of hits. Be just what it's just the bigger man, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I thought he's he's ridden he's ridden tackles well. He's looked good with ball in hand. But seven was such a difficult, such a difficult shirt to get your hands on. And I think that that performance from Carry Mir's week pretty much cemented it. And it's tough, isn't it? Because if you got the opportunity, and we said this on our you know on our podcast on Wednesday night, is if you got the opportunity and you took it on against South Africa, eh? It almost puts you straight into the side, whereas the other opportunities, you know, if you played well against against the lion, against the Golden Lions, or against again one of the five games we played <laughs> against the Sharks, it doesn't it doesn't count for as much because I thought Navidi was great in his first in his first outing, but he was just a little bit quiet for Navidi against South Africa A, and 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 I think those things are, are quite telling, and that's what those big tour games are there for. So yeah, it 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 looks like it's. Curry all round, um, and then that just leaves a number eight, which I don't. i It's just Toby for me straight away. Uh, well, Matt Dawson disagrees. <laughs> does he? Oh, there yeah, he, he does. There we yeah, yeah. go. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean <laughs> that that comes as that comes as little surprise. Yeah, you know, yeah. A man who is yeah built a post a post um
1: post post playing, playing career.
2: career of being mm. yeah. If, Generally, just trying to be on the contrary of common sense, but yeah, it's got to be Toby, hasn't it? I know, obviously, we're we're a little bit biased on this, but the guy is the best. He's the best eight out there. On his day, he is the best eight in the world, and for me, it's it's nailed on.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Sam Simmons is really good, but oh yeah, the the I think the issue with Eddie Jones not picking him was his kind of tight work, if you like. Uh, breakdown work defense work and that does actually show that does actually show on this tour that falloutel when he when he's in the, on the pitch is doing more of that than, than sam simmons is Sam Simmons is really eye-catching, and when he plays for Exeter, they're so dominant the front. He gets the opportunity to hang around on the wing. Yeah, you won't be able to hang around on the no, wing in South do. Africa unless it's unless it's a deliberate play where they're going to do a crossing or kick to you. You know, you you, 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 haven't, you, you haven't got time to hang about with uh, hang out with um, South Africa. You're going to be in you're to be in the fight the whole time, and um, that is not. A, I don't think that personally. I don't think that's one of Sam Simmons' strengths.
2: No, I I would agree with that. I think the other thing, just slightly as well, if we look at this pack that we've picked here, of the players we've selected, tyge Furlong, Maritoji, Toby Falato have all played Lions Tests. Did Laws? Has Laws featured in a Test match? I'm not sure. He I would have thought have, so. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, not a starter, but might have off the bench. Um, yeah. But I think that that big match experience again. It's a it's a big ask. It's a big ask for Simmons, who's finding his feet at international level and doing so very doing so very well. But it's a big ask to ask him to start in that test. So, for me, it was yeah. That that's another factor into the the no brainer. All right, then it's settled. There's your pack: Win Jones, Luke Cowan-Dickie, Tyge Furlong, Maritoji, Courtney Laws, Tyg Byrne, Tom Curry, and Toby Falatao. Right, let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back and have a look at the backs. welcome to the second half of the attacking scrum lions squad selection first test special as nobody is calling it and rolls off the tongue <laughs> rolls off the tongue doesn't it let's hope uh, let's hope some of the lions back play is a bit more fluid than my wordplay and yes not so far anyway well no dan let's just let's quickly get your take on that as a uh a man who liked to, to hang out in the backs. Uh, what have you made of the, of the Lions in the back so far on this tour? I
1: haven't seen, I haven't seen much of we really. Um, Murph, Murph mentioned it there in the first half in terms of centers. It's very, you know, I think we've been keeping it, keeping a good bit back and we can link the, link the 10 to that as well. Been putting a lot of balls up in the air of me and them. we've seen the wingers, the wingers work some, you know, work some nice tries and, quite a bit out of nothing. But I think we're just we don't want to show them anything because they're gonna they're just gonna watch the tapes, aren't they? And look to line line you up and smash and then they've got they've got players that can create stuff um when that when there's an error. So I just I just think a lot of it is quite deliberate. We we you know we're not gonna be playing like this um without any creativity at all. If you know, I, I well, I just can't see that. But it's part part of it's probably going to help as well. So I don't think we're going to be allowed to. Uh, there's not going to be too much room out there.
2: All right, let's all. let's take a look at the half-backs then. Uh, Murph nine, Connor Murray. Same here, and obviously skipper. Given that Alan and Jones we've uh, we've put on the bench, Dan, you're nine. Yeah, I've gone
1: with Murray as well.
2: I yep. don't really see those being. I thought. I thought. Tommy Price give a good, um, good, good count of himself against the Stormers but again I just think it's that big it's that big step forward like I, I just I, I don't I don't think it's enough to say that it's a start I just think Murray's the best player out of that three and has the best the best uh, performances at the highest level so I think you have to go for him
0: So some some people are raving about Tommy and I, Tommy uh, Ali Price and I, I don't I don't see it he's been competent he's been Neat and tidy. He's been fine. In, like he, he has, he's not going to make a line break. You know, you mm-hmm. might, might have made one on this tour because he's up against no opposition, but he's not going to cut the South Africa to ribbons. Neither is Conor Murray, by the way. <laughs> but Conor Murray is better at the tactical stuff. Mm-hmm. than Tommy Price. You have to just. I mean, no one could, even the most ardent Scottish rugby fan, uh, could deny that Conor Murray is better tactically than uh, Ali Price. So for me. It, it, Although uh Ali's been okay he hasn't you know he hasn't been amazing he hasn't been enough to burst his way into the test side I don't think and if you go with Conor money Gareth Davis is the change of change of uh emphasis on the bench
2: that's the yeah. one that's the one where I think i yeah i I agree that Ali Price hasn't done enough to get into the starting lineup hmm. I'd be tempted I'd be tempted to have a look at him on the bench just to because of the uh the, the change in tempo, as Dan would say, I think that it, it does perhaps offer you that. And again, I just don't think we've seen particularly good form from Gareth Davis of late, and that that would be that would be my worry there. And just give Price the the edge for me. What about what about you, Dan?
1: Yeah, I was going to say I think that Price is actually the informed nine on the on the tour. I agree. Yeah, and it's not that's that's like it's not difficult because. Yeah. The nines have been so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: have,
1: have been so bad. Um But it it's we're probably all going along the same line here, aren't we? That is Conor Murray is tact is tactically the best. This game is gonna it's gonna be an armrest, it's gonna come down to tactics and on his day. Murray's a big game player, isn't he? He, he? he didn't, he hasn't been playing particularly well, has he? But then he showed up in the in the, in the Six Nations against it, against England. That was fantastic. So, Gatland will know, and we know that he, he he turns up for the big games, doesn't he? And can do more often than not. So, I, I think it's really harsh on uh, on Price, and I think a lot of people are going to be unhappy about it. But obviously, the Scots, you know, but but. um I, I think he's going to miss out altogether because as as, uh, as Murph said, you know, Gareth is he's someone that if you want to change something and yeah, he's got mistakes in him, but he can, he, he scores, doesn't he? He regularly scores, does something and can create a, uh, an opportunity. So It's one of those
0: where, where you need a crystal ball because if you're in a position where you need to close out the game, you yeah. definitely would go Tommy on the on the bench. Uh, if you're in a position where you're a couple of points behind it or, Four points behind, and you've got to score late on. You don't want Tommy, you want Gareth, so mm. uh, it's tricky, really tricky mm. to know it what, what position you're going to be in with 20 minutes to go.
2: I half expected Killick to select Lloyd Williams on the bench, then <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's uh, maybe he's on there as uh, he's on there as cover on the wing. Maybe we'll see. Um, yeah, but all right, well, we're we're, we're agreed on uh, on Murray starting, and then I think, yeah, you boys, you boys have made a, a decent um. enough argument for uh, for Gareth Davis to. To get the the bench spot, as I say, I, I'd probably go price myself, but happy uh, happy enough with that. We're and, agreeing on too much at the moment, aren't we? Well, well, I, I mean, think I, the, I think
0: yeah. I think the centres are put.
2: Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. You know, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 agree on the uh, on the obvious one of ten bigger plays, and that's that, right?
0: Like, it is tricky because of uh, Owen Farrell's uh, only tricky because of the bench position not not mm. because of starting 10. The starting 10 start you're right is nailed down but it, it is tricky for the bench because Finn is carrying a knock and he hasn't I don't know when the last time he's on the pitch yeah Owen is just like I don't know I don't know I don't, I don't know what word I don't want to kick the guy when he's down but I just think he's being awful yeah. and then you know another option then is a uh, freaking Fifth grader <laughs> from America who's just decided to take up rugby union. And uh, Marcus, he's not American, but you know that's what he looks like to me. Um, and that's a risk. That is a risk. Because say, say, say you do go that route. I mean, I would, I would. If they went that route, you would signal some sort of intent, and I would be really excited. I,
2: I know, but imagine, but, imagine like bigger goes off with a head injury, two exactly. minutes into the game, and you're going right five minutes. Yeah, he's had a
0: forearm smash. Or whatever, mm-hmm. which which we won't see on replay at all.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, no, and, and he's likely, and it's yeah, quite yeah, likely yeah, yeah, as yeah, well.
0: Yeah. And then you got you got this young kid in a really tactical battle, which he, he's not he's not interested in tactical battles. He doesn't play any of that tactical shit. when he's well. He does do does do kicks into the corner on occasion, but he's not interested in that kind of stuff when he plays the Quins. And he's barely mm-hmm.
2: even started his England career, so mm-hmm. it's a risk to pick him. Even though, you know, you're you're left with Owen Farrell. All of this, to me, is leaning towards that six-two split, and it being Farrell covering ten and twelve on the bench, and yeah. Someone, someone, yeah, getting really. a lot at thirteen.
0: Well, you don't. This is the <laughs> trouble with the six-two split. You, you only cover you only cover nine, yeah. ten and
2: everyone else has got
0: to fill in elsewhere. That's that's the, the issue. That, We've got a that, lot of that, players that can play in different positions, haven't we? Yeah, South Africa. South Africa don't have any cover for their back. The three quarters and they're back three at all. They have to cover themselves. And mm-hmm. nine and ten are the only thing that's covered. So um that might be you know, if it is a if it is a six, then you do you do go Farrell because mm-hmm. of the 10-12 thing. But um it's hard. I, I think ten is ten bench. Although the starting berth I think is automatic, ten bench is really hard.
2: Yeah, it is. I, I mean it is hard, but I also think that for those reasons you've said, it is feral and i just i don't think russell is fit enough to to do it i'd love to i'd love to see him there but i don't i don't think he's he's fit enough to to do that and you're not going to chuck a 22 year old kid on the bench in the first test having you know you know again he was good against i think the matt dawson is <laughs> of course is, is he's not starting I haven't, checked. Huh. I, I haven't checked but i i think he's starting, yeah I a lot, a lot of I...
0: people a lot of people have got him involved in the 23 i mean they have uh,
2: yeah i mean but... Look, they're just they're being naive because the, the guy has been there like a week cracking player but yeah it will be you know those, those first those for even off the bench when he when you actually come on to a test against South Africa well, I don't know why I'm saying this as if I've played in one but you know <laughs> you know we, we we remember those those encounters against South Africa it's, it's properly brutal you know more so than New Zealand is a very very different environment but it's just the sheer physicality of South Africa. You're gonna get roughed up regardless yeah. of what position you play and, and who you are, whether you've got hundred and fifty caps or you've got two. And and I think that just the nouse of of having a bit more experience on the bench will I think you ha I think you just have to go with that. Yeah. It's way it's, too It's the cliche of
0: the test animal. Yeah. It's it's that it's cliched,
2: but it, it works at especially at, you know, really high level stuff like this. All right. Well, if we're assuming Owen Farrell doesn't start in the centres, who starts in your centres? This is where it gets interesting. Let's go with Mighty Murph first.
0: Do you want me to say 12-13? Hmm.
2: Oh, this
1: is exciting.
2: Well, <laughs> I, I, I think that the 13 has
0: played the, consistently the best performance on this tour. And and actually, of the ones who were who on the, in the squad during the Six Nations is Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. and And I think the best partner for him is Robbie Henshaw
2: yep okay I agree on Henshaw I think I. obviously he has had a, a few injury concerns on the tour but he got through whatever it was 50 odd minutes last week on uh, Saturday sorry I think he is I think he's the 12 and you have to almost build things around him so I've gone with him I am hoping that Daly, will be that kind of uh, he's played him so much at thirteen that he's like we said when he was selected. He's only being considered here as a thirteen. Obviously, he can cover, he can cover wing and um and back Again, if you're going six-two, that means then I think you have to have him somewhere in the somewhere in the somewhere in the in the squad. And for me, I think he is probably the the best bet. I, I You know, I think Aki's been solid. Harris, I agree. I think he's done some stuff that I've been really impressed with, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with him. Um, I just think that you're going to need something in, um, in by way of creativity, and even if you don't, you've got another kicking option there. It's a left-right kicking option, so that's why Daly would get the nod for me. But desperate to hear what Killick, what Killick would do in the centres.
1: Okay, so I've gone, I've gone different. I, I think that Farrell will be 12 and the reason be it is that i know he's been poor but he is talking about test match animal he is an absolute animal and he's you know Falatao hasn't been too sharp but we've all got him in there rightly so conor murray the same i just think that the pharaoh will be the 12 and a lot of the i think a lot of the players as well get a Get a lift from from having him in the side, even if he's not quite firing. It's going to be brutal. They're going to be coming down coming down those channels, and you know he can hit and hit hard. Bigger will will, will be up for it as well. And I just think that we've got to be right in that fight. Um, you know till, you know with with maybe t- you know it's going to go right down to the wire. So uh, for me, he it might come as a bit of a surprise, but he's in he's in at twelve
0: probably
1: 13 so 13 i've gone with um, doesn't, doesn't matter you won't see any of the ball
0: <laughs> put a cardboard cutter don't <laughs>
2: they're, they're just gonna they're just gonna have a um a box filled with zoom supporters playing at 13 <laughs> just a hologram of that <laughs> on, thir- um, thir- 13 i've gone with henshaw right i I don't know that I've ever heard a sense combination that excites me less than that. To be honest, <laughs> it's it's not exciting, but no. it is. Well, no, it you're is, right. Look, you're right pragmatic. about te- You're right about the test match animal bit. I completely get that, and I don't. <laughs> I, think, I don't sorry. Bash. Yeah, sorry, mate. Go on.
0: I'm just going to say I think pragmatic might be a really big buzzword for the selection, like, um, because it's just it, 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 you know if South Africa go the way we think they are, then. You can't, my, my issue with uh bigger Farrell is I, I would like some muscle outside, uh, bigger, proper muscle. Like, you know, Farrell's not, not soft touch by any means, but mm. it, it, I think people like Dllende seeing two outside arse in front of him, his eyes are light up. And so I think you're right that a, a, a Farrell is a, like a pragmatic option, but he's not a muscle option. And so I think we might end up with more beef than anything else. Is it, you, know, you know the back play thing where no centre partnership has looked good on this tour, apart from a, against piss-poor opposition, but when, when they're faced with any kind of defence, no one's looked. There's been no real understanding apart from, say, Henshaw and Bundyaki, but that's because they're the same country.
2: Um, I could see Gatland picking that, by the way.
0: Yeah, and there's been no silky play from any of the centres. You know, There's been some good play, but no one looking... Jeremy Guskadesc or classy at any stage. It's been stilted, I think, all the way. And uh, one one of the issues, uh, as we've all said, is hopefully they're keeping their powder dry so they don't show mm-hmm. their hand. And I really hope that's the case. But I think it's hard sometimes to s- just suddenly flick a switch and start playing. Mm-hmm. I think you have to do something, you know, in the heat of battle and suddenly flicking the switch and starting to go, you know, suddenly looking good is hard to do. And I wonder if the absence of Gregor Townsend isolating is that a part of play in the way the backs have played, especially in midfield, and especially, you know, the understanding between ten and twelve and ten and thirteen and and, and all the combinations. Because it hasn't, it, it hasn't looked good in any game. It hasn't looked top quality in a, in any game that I've watched. That that midfield combo hasn't looked good at any stage, even against you know Turnstiles.
1: Yeah, you know, we haven't seen that that's right, isn't it? We haven't seen the midfields haven't looked good. And and this has been against sort uh, of like average sides as well. They haven't looked good, which you would think, yeah. you know, the, some of the you know the quality on some of these centres should be turning turning quite a few of these sides inside inside out, but it hasn't happened. And that's partly you know, I think the tour is diff is the, the tour's obviously very difficult. And I
0: Yeah, well a that, short <laughs> time to build up and understand isn't it. Yeah. You
1: don't give yeah. you time to yeah. work
0: those combinations, so maybe that's it. I don't yeah.
1: know. And the combos like yeah the, the, it's you know henshaw and uh, and aki it's it's tempting, isn't it but i because there there hasn't been that time, I just think it's it's going to be all, it's going be too hard maybe for them to move away from the person that they know will 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 you know will and can deliver in the big games when it matters
2: to, um, go, to go back to your point about form versus class you know that age old debate. I think that, like we're saying with Murray, right, he's not been in great form, but we've at least seen a big game from him against England in a pressured scenario to suggest that that old form is still there. I don't think we've seen a good game from Farrell for a very long time, you know, not <laughs> at an international level. I, th- I think and... he's been
0: amazing in the Championship. Oh
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I yeah. don't think we've seen you think he's got? sport from do you outside think... of Ealing. Do you think he's got a game in him though, Jess?
1: He's that type of guy, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he is. But I, there's no way in hell I would start him. I'd, well, I'd start Tig Furlong at twelve ahead of uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> ahead of Farrell. I just don't. No, he's so out of form. You know, like the he's just he's just so out of form. Like, I, I, on the bench, I don't I don't have a problem with it, but I just don't think you, I don't think you can start him at all. Like well, he might, like you say,
0: he might be forced to on the bench anyway.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah. i think you're for- yeah. I think you're forced to have him on the bench, but I just cannot see how you'd willingly put him in the center <laughs> yeah, no, Let's see. Uh, look I'm, Henshaw, I'm, I'm, Henshaw's,
0: like, Henshaw's at risk as well because he's been struggling with a with a nickel so um there's a ha- hamstring i think so you know yeah mm. uh, Hensh- looks at
2: Henshaw looks more comfortable at twelve on this tour for me i think yeah. um, i i think you know you again yeah. unless you go with aki alongside him. Um I don't well, I don't know that spends, I've been that convinced by Aki yet.
0: No, but Henshaw spends most of his time inside uh uh, uh Gally Ringrose. So yeah. that, that to me that although he can pay yeah. his most familiar position for club and country is as well. Yeah, so um that's why I've gone for him uh, you know uh, if Tuolagi was there, it'd be much easier. <laughs> it'd be much easier. <laughs> be him 12 and then the rest of you can fight over the 13 jersey you know really Yeah. Really well
2: or difficult. even even if george was there to be honest i think that yeah I, yeah, I, yeah i know yeah. obviously he's still making his way as an international 13 but the form he was starting to the, discover during the six nations you, there would be a big argument for him he had that shirt he didn't that he 13.
1: before you know yeah, before I mean, he got injured i think he really quite, did yeah.
0: yeah you're right
2: uh, there we go. Right. Okay. So this is not getting. We're all sense. over the I, shop, I think. Yeah. I, I think. I mate. Honestly, close to phoning up to get you sectioned for that suggestion at twelve. Um, <laughs> I think. I think it's. I don't know. I, look, I just. Just quickly to finish this. I don't. You know. I don't often rain down on Owen Farrell as people really like to do because I agree. I think he is. I think he is a proven test match animal. I just think he's that much out of form at the moment that he's. It would be way too big a risk to play him at, at twelve. So. We're going with Henshaw at twelve. I'm making that call now. Thirteen. How the hell do we resolve this one? I just, I just. So you're daily. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Haddis, and and Dan is who? Dan had Henshaw in his. All so oh, right. Dan, okay. Dan Dan needs to have a. Well, we can't pick
0: Henshaw twice, even if we wanted to. Do. <laughs> 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 already in the twelve. So um, it's down well, to, I, down to yeah. me, me and you. Uh,
1: me and you. I've here. gone with Daily on the bench. So, but it's. Um, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, love I love him as a well, I really rate him as a thirteen, but um I think it's a, a, a risk to start him. But um I'm going I'm going against all forms of risk. Although you you Jed might say no, you've you've made the biggest risk of all <laughs> with starting foul. Murph, I don't know what you think on the foul. We won't maybe we need to leave that probably now, don't we? But um yeah, thirteen then. Over to you boys.
2: Um Yeah, I mean, look, so for me, I think it just comes down to... I I don't have a problem with Harris, and I think that he's been... Aside from getting skinned by Cheslin Colby, which, let's face it, any player in the world could get done at at any point because the guy is that good. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with Harris starting. I just think that it's so, so conservative that you are just going, right, whatever South Africa do, we're going to try and match. Whereas I think at least with Daly, you know there's a ball player in there who has got a turn of pace. He does offer you a kicking option in there and he does have some some good ball skills and some good distribution. I, I think South Africa would be a bit more worried about Daly at 13 than they would about... They might also see it as a potential weakness, but I think that they would have to do a lot more thinking with Daly at 13 than they would if Harris was there, as good a player as he is.
0: I, I will see that... If you pick daily, there's better cover across the rest of the squad, especially if there's nothing on the bench. You know, if we well exactly, do, yeah. If we do the six-two split thing, then you've got to have people who can be everywhere. Yeah, uh, uh, and daily gets definitely gets an
1: auto Harris for that. So uh, I'll,
0: I'll give in. Daly.
1: All right, let's go with that. Tell See, you I really like daily off the bench. When when tired legs, they're they're blowing a lot. South Africa, yeah. I think, and they're hanging on in there in. The, in yeah, in that A game, but he, I think he, that he's he, you know, he he's the last only, person you want to see.
0: He he would only make the bench if you're going five three. He wouldn't make of that. Exactly yes, yeah, yeah.
2: I've I've switched to five three, so I'm. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, the other thing is though, is if you are going five three and you're having an out and out, out and out back three specialist on the bench. You've then got loads of other options because you've got Van der Merwe and you've got, uh, you know, presuming that we don't start with him, you've got Van, your choice of Van der Merwe or Luis Rizalme or some, all of whom offer various different, various different skills. You've potentially got Hogg or or Liam Williams there as well. So I don't know. For me, it's it's daily at thirteen or bust. But anyway, let's 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 go with him, as Merce conceded, and <laughs> let's let's move the let's move the debate onto the back three. Which again is difficult because I think there's a there's a lot of class players to choose from um let's see what let's see what you've gone for Dan uh, run through the
1: whole back three for me here yeah? go on, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I've gone
2: for Josh Adams at eleven
1: I've got Anthony Watson at fourteen, and I've gone for liam Williams at fifteen because of the the aerial the aerial side of the game. I just think they're going to be putting it up there um putting it up there high and um, yeah, Liam's fantastic and he's, he's the best, isn't he? Under the, of the high ball. So um, that's my back, that's my back three. And all of them can, all of them can play 15 as well, can't they? So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, I think that's as safe as this, that's as safe as we can, as we can go for. I think that's
0: uh, what you said there about all playing 15 is absolutely crucial. If, you know, bearing in mind what's coming from Fafta-Clerk and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I was leaning towards um, Hogg at 15, Anthony Watson uh, uh one wing and Liam Williams on the other, just so you could have three out-and-out full-backs to deal with. That's, that's mine. But now that I think about it, has, has Hogg actually been really good under the high ball on this tour? Or I'm not sure if he's been as good as he... You Know at his best under the high ball. That certainly hasn't yeah. Liam
2: Williams' standard under the high ball. No, he hasn't. Yeah. I again very few are Liam Williams' standard. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was fine yesterday. I mean, he's not played a huge amount of rugby on this tour, has he? Oh,
0: two,
2: um, two games. Yeah, yeah, I that, so if, that if would still be mine. That would still be yeah, mine. Yeah,
0: if friend. he's going to start, it's. it's on the <laughs> it's on the understanding that he does his best under the high ball. To give him a big lecture before he hand over the shirt. Um, <laughs> because then I would I would go those three basically three fullbacks in the back three. But if the other side of it from Dan's selection is put Liam Williams as the out and out best uh, bomb diffuser, if you like. Mm. Um and then you got you've got the opportunity then to have some more pace on the wing in josh adams because liam williams is not a slouch by any stretch no, that's but true though he's not he's not international winger speed he's just fast yeah. rather than international mm-hmm. winger speed so if if you go if you go liam williams at 15 leave out Stuart hogg which is a big call i think and then you've got azzy watson as a winger on on the right and, and
2: josh adams has been probably the best 11 on the tour the one thing I would say he, he was until yesterday. I felt he had a there was a it was an error strewn game, which again you you get yeah. I, I thought, you know, obviously he's he's scored two hat tricks in his first two games, didn't he? But yeah, again, problem is it was against piss weak opposition. Yeah, but yesterday we break right? well. Yeah. I think a know, lot that
0: was a service, hopefully the service he was getting from inside. Mm. Um I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna like go across the whole back line and say the, the hardest man to bring down in the whole of the Lion Squad is Van Every time yeah. he gets the ball, they struggle. The first man struggles every single time. But so is he enough under the high ball and and, and chasing back and and fielding into touch and all that stuff? I don't know because that's what it's going to be faced with.
1: I don't know if he is. But, they uh, target him, wouldn't they? If he was, if he was in there, they'd, right. Uh, right. Him, they right behind him. Yeah, yeah. They, they they really would. Yeah. I mean, if he if he if he takes the early ball, he's He's going to feel a million dollars, isn't he? But if he, de- they'll be, they they'd be going for him there, wouldn't they? Whereas with that, with like Watson, you know Watson, Liam, and um, and Josh Adams, I I don't think they they they're still they'll still use that tactic, but I don't think they're going to they'd really change the game up for him. Um, you, you, like, it.
0: Um, like, there's no 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 one's really th-
2: considering Louis Rissamett for they? No, I don't. Not certainly not to start. No. if you if if you were going for a three on the bench yeah it's three backs on the bench I, I might consider him but even then I think it'd be a, I think it's just a little bit of a stretch at this stage
0: yeah I think tight close games and not his forte he needs, yeah. he needs the game to be flying uh, the ball to be flying about a bit for him to come into his own and this test series is going to be tight and tense I think through all, all three matches and even though you know obviously everyone's a big fan and we all want to see him playing all
2: the time I don't I just think it might be four years too early yeah I also think that like you said there if in terms of the the form that Van der merva has shown, not just try scoring form but like you say, bumping players always making yards, yeah that edges him above Lewis Risame, even with his even with his sprinter's pace, I think, but
0: he seems yeah. be, Van der merver seems to be able to like drive his legs through tackles even when people take him low. it's not enough he's he's a real tank yeah. like really hard to bring down so he still doesn't make my start. Still not in my starting lineup. No. Like, you, you know, I think when he plays for his club, you notice how quick he is. But in this scenario, now the last few weeks, you've noticed how strong he is as well. Yeah. Really strong. I know he's big, and uh, you know that was always an issue. But you notice when South Africans struggle to bring you
2: down, you know you've got <laughs> something going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Well, look, I, I'll be getting any closer to selecting this side. I think we're all agreed that Watson's in there, right? Whatever scenario you go with, I think Watson has to play. Yeah, because
0: he's yeah. Cause he's a winger come fifteen.
2: So because he's a winger come fifteen, plus again test match experience, he's a great finisher, pacey. I think he, I think he offers the it's the perfect you know the perfect environment for him to play. Yeah, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, yeah, I, I think Adam I think Adams misses out for me. Really, he's yeah. I, I was surprised by that because he, he's. One one bad try scorer, one bad team kid. Yeah, Alex, absolutely. I know, but he's you know, look, I I I really like Josh Adams. You know that, but he's a proven
1: he try scorer, isn't he? Like you know, yeah. season after season, campaign after campaign. Um, and I think those yeah those games that he's played, which were against the lesser opposition, he scored in really tight areas as well. I know he's had some run-ins, and if, you know, if you're
2: not yeah if you're not picking Liam and Hogg, then van der Merwe would be higher up the queue than Adams for me.
0: I, I was one of my reasons for uh, Adams was um, coping with the pace of the opposition wingers, mm. whereas uh, that's my fear with Liam Williams on the wing. So, uh, I mean, if, like, I, I would, I wouldn't complain if you had Van der Merwe on the front foot against Chess and Kobe. You know, that's mm. win-win all day. Although Kobe is fights punches well above his weight with his tackling. Yeah,
1: he uh, does. He's strong, isn't
0: he? It's still a matchup you want to see, but what about the other way around?
2: And what about if you've turned Van der Merwe with Colby running up behind him? That, that's the that's the worry. Yeah, and he did get a taste of that, didn't he, on uh, against South Uh Yeah, I don't know. For me, I, I can just we know that the the kicks are coming. There's like we might we're suggesting that maybe the Lions are keeping their powder dry and they've got something else up their sleeve. Like I say, it's not going to be the barbarians, but there might be some slight variations in the way they play. South Africa won't; they are going to play exactly the way that they did against uh, under the guise of South Africa A, because that's the only way they play. So you know, you know what's coming. It's going to be box kicks of plenty. It's going to be high testing the back three. So for me, I, I just think that that's that's why you've that's why you've got to go you've got to go with three out and out 15s. And I think the best players on the high ball are Hogwatson, and Liam. That that was my original selection, but I
0: I, I got I got distracted by um, first of all Liam Williams being the best out and out fifteen for high balls, mm. and then Hogg wouldn't play on the wing, would you? No, you wouldn't. So so then you, you know, my my thoughts would be, who, who's the pace is going to cope with the South African pace? Uh, for me, that's Josh Adams. So I, th- I think we might have to leave it up to Dan. <laughs>
1: Well, we've also got. We've also got. If we play Liam at fifteen and, and Adams at eleven, there's, there's a nice. They know each. They know each other again, on that um, on that swing. Um, yeah. For 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 me, it's um, it's quite a straightforward one. The, the, the back three, but I've been thinking about it for quite a, for for quite a long time. But it's there's there's more exciting. I think options but I think that's the less the less risky of of them all and I sort of keep on coming back to that 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 risk that risk analysis is 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 pragmatic it's maybe you know a little bit um a little bit conservative but I think you you you, you've got to go that way haven't you I think so yeah
2: yeah I think you do I think you do but again that's I don't know. I just think I think that performance yesterday cost Josh Adams. When you're getting limited limited time to you know time to kind of prove yourself. Uh, for for the record, I don't think that I don't think that Gatland is considering Liam as a winger. If I'm honest, I'm not sure. I'm mm. not sure he is. He's. I think he's. I think he sees him as 15. I think he probably will start him at 15. So you know, look. I, I mean, let's be honest. I think if Adams is picked, would I back him to come out and do a do a stellar job absolutely because the guy the guy is class and he just tends to get better and better it's a it's a it's really rare that you see him have a rough game at all like for anyone so that's that's why it was slightly odd and he obviously he's you know i i've no doubt he would bounce back but i just think where there's so much competition for place that's where that's where you wanted him to have a big game ahead of ahead of the test yesterday and and he it's certainly not his best
0: with uh with leon we need to be sure that he's over his uh, head injury mm. so, I mean it, there have been no noises out of the camp that is an issue but um, it's always a risk I suppose um, yeah I, I, I mean there's so many the, like I, I, I think I said it on Wednesday that probably the tactics of the side on the day will detect mm. that dictate selection more than form and, and, and different elements but uh, cause, you know like 6-2 split and all the other stuff we've mentioned and whether we're going to go toe to toe with them or whether we've been holding it, holding back in midfield, and we're suddenly going to turn into the Harlem Globetrotters
2: and all that. But, um,
0: we've got three days to wait.
2: Exactly. <laughs> right. What are we, what are we going to do in the meantime there? Dan, you, you have the, you have the casting vote as backs coach.
1: Okay. So we're going with
2: Adam's 11. Adam's 11 and Liam at 15. Liam at 15, Watson 14. Okie dokie. And then if we're working on a six, two split on the bench, that leaves, as we said, Mako. Then we have a choice of Ken Owens or Jamie George. I'm Ken, I am. I would go Ken off the bench. Out of those two for bench options, I'd go Ken. Dan?
1: Yeah, happy with that.
2: Then Sinclair?
1: Sinclair, yeah. Yeah.
2: Then you've got two locks. So, because we haven't got Alan Wynne-Jones, it'll be him. I mean, I would say Beard, personally.
1: Me too. That's going to, it's going to cause mayhem, isn't it, with uh, two, two, two Welsh
0: When you're down to the last couple of second rows in the squad, what's the option? There's only Johnny Hill and Henderson.
1: Uh, Henderson. Oh, yeah. Henderson, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He, he had a did he have a slightly tough outing in that A game? Yeah, he, he picked the wrong. Yeah, game he was to quite, play.
2: <laughs> Yeah, he did because he was excellent the game before yeah. as well. Yeah. But yeah, it was. A, you're right. He was a, Actually, a quiet one, didn't he? Your point you
0: made uh, is really salient. The, the point about it was a good game to miss, and the boys who played, you know, had the had it worse. But it, I think I think that a lot of those boys are victims of the fact that we wouldn't we wouldn't spread it. Like you, you know that you know the the part where they were down to 13, we was just going, mm. we were just doing the Exodus thing on the line, mm. um, and it's it's harsh really to punish those players because that was that was technical, tactical. tactical deficiency. That, that was, yeah. yeah, that wasn't wasn't their performance. It was they were just being told what they were, what the coaches wanted, and that was yeah. uh, took the toe up the jumper, call it what you will, and therefore a lot of them came out badly from a game where it wasn't really fair because. Yeah, everyone else has played against second string. Yeah, back, you know what I mean. So it's a good harsh, point. It's harsh on
2: Henderson if that's the reason why he doesn't make make the bench.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I I still would have Alan Wayne and Adam Pierce.
2: Yeah, I would. I, th- I think look, Bid Bid did a lot in that game. That again, it was the grunt work at, at line-out time, and just you know swimming through swimming through bodies to get those get those big arms on the ball. That can that can win you a test match, even if you're bringing it off the bench. You know, you could be struggling in that area, and it can shore things up, and it just stops South Africa at source. So yeah. he I mean, was almost he's, close he's to being like Lions
1: player, Lions player of uh, the game, really, wasn't he? Was near Curry he was magnificent, but he was um, it was such an impact for him, wasn't it? From Beard,
2: it was. Yeah, it was right. He's on the bench then. If we're saying it's Gareth Davis and Owen Farrell in the backs, that leaves one back row spot open. Now. This is interesting. So into the mix, you've got Navidi, Watson, Simmons.
0: I think that's it, isn't it? Three. That's it, yeah. This is that's another it. one where if you could tell what position you were in with 20 minutes ago, we would make your mind up. That, yeah. You know what we yeah. said about if you need if you need to try, you want Gareth Davis on the bench. And if you want to close it out, you want Tommy Price. I think it's the same with Sam Simmons. If, if you want to, if you still need points, you want Sam Simmons on the bench. And if you're trying to shut things down, you need the other two. I think you'd probably go Sam Simmons.
2: I I would go Sam Simmons because I think you again it's just about it's about having as much impact. And that bench gives you a lot of impact. So the, the plan is you as long as you're in the game with sixty minutes to go, this bench is going to give you some serious firepower. And Simmons fits that mould for me. Again, if you get an injury to if you get an injury to Curry, it's a bit of a concern. Having him kind of cover you as a as an out and out fetcher,
0: yeah. In which case, if you if you think along, if you think cautiously like that, then you would go Navidi, because Navidi will do six seven,
2: eight. He would. Um, and the other two won't do
0: six and eight. Hmm.
2: Dan, what are you saying here? Who are you picking at? I I have a feeling room? it's going to be
1: it's going to be Simmons, but I would I would like Navidi because his work rate's fantastic isn't it in 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 defence and attack he kind of he's kind of he's kind of fantastic in in all those areas isn't he you wouldn't say he's better in i think he's really worked on his attack game um you know you see you can see him out wide he carries well he links he links nicely as well so i would i'd really love it if navidi was there i'm trying I'm trying not to think that's because I'm Welsh. I, I'd like to think I, I would pick him if I was English. But um, I, I think. Fi- they don't even know who he is over the border. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we've got Conan's there, not he? Um, that's right. Yeah, sorry. You're right, oh, that's insulting. What a big insult they've done to Jack Conan there. Yeah. yeah. And he does
0: um, cover six, seven, eight, I think. Yeah. Well, six, eight
2: yeah. anyway. Seven in a loose sense of the word, I'd say. Yeah. But, yeah. I think.
1: I think Simmons will probably get it, but I am I am slightly concerned about that. Just that it's gonna be so hard, so tight. And will we see is he the best is he the best guy to to come on? Will we see like Barnes, you know, like big run like runs from him? I guess we're only gonna know when when he's in that position. And for that probably you'd roll the dice and give him a shot. But I, I, he, is,
2: he is probably the biggest impact they could pick. To, to yeah. go back to who yeah. South Africa would like to see coming off the bench the least, I'd say it would be Simmons. Mm. Just again, that late in the game, and the other thing with South Africa is based on that game in midweek. They were blowing after after fifty minutes. Mm. You know, it was kind of like a heavyweight boxer who'd gone really hard in the first eight rounds, but hadn't managed to knock the oppo out, and. I don't know whether that's you know whether that's still whether they'll be they'll be fully fit for for next week. But if they are tiring late on in a game, God knows you know what their selection is going to be like and whether there's any more disruption to that. But with that in mind, again, I just think having real impact off the bench is could be could be where the test match is won and lost. And I think Simmons is probably the one that gives you that, and um, particularly where you've gone for quite a cautious starting fifteen having. Real impact bench, which we've got to this point. I think Simmons is the one that fits that mould.
1: Yep, yeah, I agree. that, yeah. Right,
2: Simmons, it is. Right to very quickly recap the the, the attacking scrum test match side mm-hmm. is win Jones, Luke Cowan-Dickie, Tyg Furlong, Courtney Laws, Maratoge, Tig Byrne, Tom Curry, Toby Falatea, Connor Murray, Dan Bigger Josh Adams, Robbie Henshaw, Elliot Daly, Anthony Watson, Liam Williams and Vinopola on the bench with Ken Owens, Kyle Sinclair, Alan jones Adam Beard, Sam Simmons, forgot his bloody first name then. Sam Simmons, Gareth Davis and Owen Farrell. There we go. It's not a bad bloody side. What a bench.
1: It.
0: The, be- the bench it is. is. Bench, isn't it? I, think, uh, I think every single one of those players was in our initial squad. I can't think of any player there. Maybe Adam Beard did make our initial squad.
2: Yeah, Beard might be the only one I think. Yeah, you mentioned him, but mm. yeah, he just missed out, didn't he? That's probably he my fault for uh, uh uh being such a massive Johnny Gray fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Like, I mean, if he was if he was in the squad, I'd, I'd still I'd still be tempted to have him on the bench. But you know, you I've, I've come around to your way of thinking. Uh But that's the squad. Thank you, fellas. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Yes. Um, let we obviously we haven't got too long to find out who uh who makes the the real life site and obviously we'll be with you to bring all that reaction to the first test uh can't wait to see who is in that team uh just yeah don't be a dick on social media and slag people off and tag them on it like let's all just be adults about it and have a i don't mind have, it actually a me, bit. Me, i <laughs> know you love it mate.
0: It, me <laughs> mad. it gives me something to you know read in between lockdown <laughs> <laughs> I don't get. An, I
2: think I, I. don't get any abuse online. No, I no. I I just you know you. Yeah. It's very easy to go into a doom scrolling where you just see people. Yeah. And I'm. I sit there and go. I've just spent the morning reading other people rowing with each other. So. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. I know you do. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. So yeah, we've uh, got all that to come. Uh, so a big thank you to Dan Killick. Big thank you to the Mighty Murph. Uh, And of course, as always, big thanks to our sponsors at So Coffee Trades. If you want to get some top quality coffee, you can do that at SoCoffeeTrades.co.uk. We'll be back to bring you reaction to the first test this time next week. Let's hope for a win. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.